Welcome to the Healing Embodied Podcast, where we have real and raw conversations about growth and healing that will shift your perspective in profound ways. We take a unique approach to healing the overthinking mind, creating conscious relationships, and living a life of courage and freedom. So take a deep breath and get ready to expand your mind, connect to your body, and activate your spirit. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Healing Embodied Podcast. This is your host, Chelsea Joy Horton, and I'm here for another episode to answer and speak to one of the most frequent things that I hear from clients and that I hear from followers and something that used to cause me a lot of distress. And that is the concept of intuition. So a lot of my clients, a lot of followers who follow me on Instagram, I get lots of DMs, lots of questions like, how do I know if this is my intuition? Is this my intuition? Is this fear? Is, it my, is this my intuition? Is this God? Is this higher self? Or is this, is this fear? Is this anxiety? How do I know? How do I know? How do I know? And I first want to talk about just <laughs> how um, prevalent this messaging on social media is. Like, trust your gut. Your intuition never lies or, you know, your intuition knows, like your gut, go with your gut. So you see a lot of like pretty fancy quotes and graphics that say stuff like this and there's often no like context or nuance. There's really not much discussion about what intuition actually is. It's like, the vibes never lie. Like, if you get a bad vibe, like, listen to that. Like, and I get it. Like, I get why that messaging is so prevalent. I, I understand, like, the point of it. You know, it's like, don't override our body's cues and signals of danger or something being unsafe. Like, that happens a lot, like, in abusive context that happens a lot when we are perpetually shamed you know we have um you know our body gives us a signal like this doesn't feel safe this doesn't feel good this doesn't I I don't feel respected um or this actually hurts and a lot of times in culture in abusive situations we learn to override that and just do what other people say we should do or um you know we we are manipulated or our experience is invalidated or gaslit so i think that that's where a lot of that messaging is coming from i think that's often the context that that trust your gut messaging is coming from but that context is often not given i think that the context that goes with that is if you feel unsafe in an unsafe situation, trust that. But again, context is often not even able to fit in an Instagram post or a 15 second TikTok reel or whatever. And so I used to 
read these messages. Back when I had immense anxiety, I would see things like, trust your gut, like, (laughs) follow your intuition, like, you should just know. And I would feel like I was literally going to shit myself because (laughs) because my gut... The, the the visceral sensations and experiences that I had in my gut, I didn't know at the time, they were false fear responses. It was old fear programming. It was shame. It was anxiety. I was in safe situations, but my fear, my shame, all the programming didn't trust that, didn't trust that I was actually safe. It was all these protective mechanisms, unconscious protective mechanisms, always wanting me to run for the hills, (laughs) even in safe situations. It was always projecting the worst case scenario, looking for evidence of things being unsafe and therefore contorting things and twisting things and kind of taking things that are just kind of normal and and twisting them into being like, oh my God, this is a sign. This is dangerous. Um, So that's what was actually going on for me. Again, at the time, I didn't know it. So then I would see stuff online like, trust your gut. Like if you get this feeling in your gut, like trust it and never question it. (laughs) So I would, I would have this visceral experience in my gut. I interpreted this as intuition because that's what the internet told me to do. And then I would follow the first interpretation that my mind had of this sensation in my gut. So we have sensation or emotion in the body. And then we have the mind's interpretation of what that sensation means. And so my first automatic interpretation of this sensation in my gut was, oh my God, something's wrong. I'm in danger. I need to get out. And I need to like look for the danger. I need, I need to go. I need to go. I need to go. This isn't safe. This isn't safe. This isn't safe. And again, there was no space between that initial reaction and my thought process it was just automatic there was no space to pause and and say okay whoa 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 what's actually going on here am i actually unsafe why do i feel unsafe like there was there was no ability no space for curiosity at that time i just hadn't developed that skill yet i didn't have the awareness yet yet it's going to be your friend um and so it was just, oh my gosh, something's wrong. And then I just believe it as truth because, again, the internet told me to. So obviously the internet knows all the nuance of my life. <laughs> the internet knows me more than I know myself. So if the internet says, trust your gut and therefore follow everything your mind says about that feeling in your gut, then, you know, you just have to do it. So I want to be the one today to go deeper into this whole concept of intuition or inner voice or higher self or God or Holy Spirit. Like that the thing, the voice that we are told is like the all-knowing voice that tells us like what is good for us. Um, I want to 
let's just hash this out. Let's just have this conversation because again, so many clients of mine, people in my DMs are like, how do I know if it's my intuition? Oh my gosh. I just keep getting these thoughts that say like, oh, like you're doing something wrong or oh, what if you make a mistake or you're, you're just lying to yourself or right. It's very like urgent, very panicked. Oh gosh, is this my intuition? Is it like, is this, is this actually like a sign? Like, is this something that I, I should just listen to? And again, like just notice the energy behind the question itself. Just, and I could feel the energy in, in these questions. I could feel the energy in the DMs because it's always like this long rambling kind of thing. Like a, it's racing, racing thoughts, urgent. It's, it feels very life or death. Um, and if you have the time to send a DM, to type out a DM, I just want to say you're not in a life or death situation. If you're in a life or death situation, you would act. Like it is life or death. So again, just notice. I want to highlight that the energy that goes behind often these like questions that say like, like, is this my intuition? Is this fear? Is this God? Is this whatever? Is this higher self? Am I doing something wrong? Is this me? Do I need to listen to this? Like just notice for yourself the energy that goes behind these questions because the energy that went behind this question for me was one of panic, urgency, needing certainty, feeling like there was going to be a massive dire consequence, like punishment, that I was going to be like punished if I didn't listen to this voice. And again, I was not actually in a dire situation where I would truly be harmed if I didn't act fast. I was not in a situation where like something truly harmful and damaging was going to happen. So I also want to make that distinction. Um, so I wasn't in a situation where it's like you need to act now or else you truly are in danger or this is very detrimental. Um, yet there was this life or death energy with it this if you don't obey this voice you will be punished you're a bad person you're going to be miserable for the rest of your life so I want to begin to to make some distinctions here and something that I've been talking a lot about on my instagrams is the voice of the inner judge and also the inner good girl. And I think once I lay out these two parts that often exist inside of us, I think it will help to provide some clarity around this is it intuition question. So many of us and I'm going to I'm going to use the phrase good girl because that's like an archetype it's a role um but basically the the good girl the inner good girl is the one who believes that if she is not good that she is unworthy and her definition of good is dependent on her cultural context, religious upbringings, like what she is told around her that that is good. So for some people, what is good might look like, you know, sexual purity, modesty, 
uh, never saying curse words. Or for some people, their definition of what is good is that. For some people, their definition of what makes them good is being socially conscious and overly giving and never selfish and never disappointing others. So we all might have a little bit of a different definition of what our inner good girl believes makes her good. But it's this belief that if I'm not good according to these external standards based on my society, culture, religion, upbringing, if I'm not good according to these standards, if I don't follow these expectations, if I don't follow these shoulds, like what I should do, how I should look, how I should feel, what I should believe, how I should act, who I should marry, who I should be friends with, if I don't follow these things, then I am fundamentally bad, unworthy, unlovable. Like the good girl role archetype is very much rooted in shame. It's very, it's, it stems from deep seated shame. Like there is something fundamentally wrong with me. So I need to be good, whatever that means for you. I need to be good in order to be worthy, in order to be safe, in order to be acceptable, accepted, loved. So we have the inner good girl. And she is, she bases her life around shoulds, what she should do. And again, the shoulds are the external expectations that she has internalized as like law. <laughs> like, like this is law. <laughs> it's, it's pretty rigid. And again, rooted in shame. If I don't follow these shoulds, if I don't meet up to other people's expectations, if I'm not good in this way, then I'm fundamentally bad. And she cannot, the good girl cannot handle the idea of being bad because to be bad or wrong is to basically be like worthy of death. (laughs) I mean, for me, I was taught literally as a child, like that who I am fundamentally as a human is worthy of eternal torture and damnation forever and ever and ever and separation from God. So like I had some pretty like explicit messaging, shame messaging. Um, but maybe the you had expectations in your household growing up of like, we don't feel angry. Good, you know, good girls don't feel angry. And if you express anger, um, you are going to be punished. You are a bad girl. Maybe love is withdrawn. Maybe there is, um, kind of like a suck it up mentality or just, just smile. So there's like an invalidation of your expression and invalidation of your needs. So we, the, the good girl learns to look to the external expectations for what it is that makes her worthy, what it is that makes her acceptable, what it is that makes her safe. And again, to be bad is just absolutely unacceptable and unsafe. So with the good girl, with this good girl role, comes with it, like two little peas in a pod, comes with it the inner judge or the inner critic uh, the inner bossy bitch. Uh, <laughs> so the, 
So I'm going to use the, the term inner judge. Um, with the good girl comes the inner judge. The inner judge is always the one that is looking for the evidence that she is actually bad, that she's not doing what she should do. It's compiling all the evidence to make the case that she that the good girl is actually bad and horrible and like worthy of like maximum sentence. Um and that the inner judge knows like the inner the inner judge like gets off on making the good girl squirm and feel helpless and hopeless and powerless. So the inner judge will just reinforce the shoulds that she has already internalized and show her how she's not perfectly following them or measuring up or how she's ignoring them or yeah like the inner judge is just looking for the evidence of like how the inner good girl is actually bad and unworthy and not following the shoulds and again it's very much based in shame it's a very dehumanizing voice. It reduces oneself into categories. Good, bad, right, wrong. You're just, if you have a voice that says, you're just a, it's, it's highly likely that this is the inner judge. This is the voice of shame. You're just a liar. You're just a coward. You're just a piece of shit. You're just, you're just, and just compiling all this evidence to show the inner good girl how bad she really is and how she's not following the shoulds. And the in, the inner good girl responds with anxiety, shame, panic. There's this franticness of like, oh God, oh God, no, 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 no. Like, that's not true. Like, oh, no, no, no. And, and the good girl then believe she has to listen to whatever demands the inner judge says she should do or the the inner good girl tries to find evidence to prove that she actually is good so maybe she looks for outside validation so if the inner judge says something like wow you really shouldn't be with someone that you're like not a hundred percent certain about then if the inner good girl has learned that she should feel certain, you know, we, we hear this message a lot in media, like, you should just know. When you know, you know. Like, congratulations if you are someone who, like, doesn't have any self-doubt. <laughs> um, so if, if the inner good girl has internalized this belief that she should be certain, she should never doubt, and then the judge, the inner judge is going to use that against her. The inner judge is going to say, you shouldn't be, oh, you had a doubt. Oh, you don't feel 100 million percent certain. You shouldn't be with someone who you don't feel 100% certain about. Then the inner girl is going to freaking panic. Absolutely panic because she believes that if she's, you know, if she experiences doubt, this is just evidence that she's doing something wrong, doing something bad. And again, this is something so common for people who experience relationship anxiety. You know, they're in overall healthy, supportive relationships, um, but they have some doubt, anxiety, 
And the inner good girl just believes that this is absolutely unacceptable. So either the inner good girl will listen to the inner judge and go, oh God, I'm doing something bad. I'm doing something I shouldn't do. So I should just leave. I should just leave. And she will leave the relationship. Or she will say, oh God, like, no, 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 like, uh, maybe, maybe I'm not bad. Like, uh, is it, is it okay? Like, is there something wrong with me? Am I doing something bad? And she will go looking for external validation and reassurance. So maybe she will ask all her friends, what do, what do you think? What do you think? Did you ever doubt or what? Is it okay? Like, I mean, I really love this person, but like, uh, you know, I don't have a hundred percent certainty. Like, is, is it okay? Is it okay? Is it okay? Like she's looking for someone else to give her permission and to tell her, like, you're good. You're not bad. You're okay. You're okay. You're safe. So here's what often happens with those of us who have this deeply ingrained inner good girl. Is we begin to confuse the voice of the inner judge with the voice of intuition. <sighs> Let's just sit with that for a second. <laughs> she believes, because I hear this from hundreds of people, and it's it all is the same thing. It, I see this these roles all at play. No matter what the content is, I feel and I sense and I see these roles at play. The inner judge says something like, you know, I'll use examples from my clients who experience relationship anxiety. The inner judge will say, you shouldn't be with someone that, you experience anxiety around you shouldn't be with someone that you're not 100% certain of and the inner good girl believes that this is absolute truth this is her higher self or her intuition telling her something telling her that she should you know leave and and my clients come to me oh gosh like is this my intuition telling me i should leave like should i leave like is is there something actually wrong with my relationship like is this my intuition like telling me something that like i don't see <sighs> yeah so the inner good girl confuses the voice of the inner judge with the voice of intuition because because she operates from shoulds. She operates from needing to be good and to do things right. And the inner judge uses that against her. So she's always going to listen to the voice of the inner judge because the inner judge is always telling her how she could be doing something that's bad. And as long as you're stuck in the good girl role, this, this idea, this possibility of doing something bad or wrong or going against the shoulds is going to feel so terrifying so the voice of the inner judge is always something you're going to take so seriously or you're going to see it as absolute truth or like the, you're not going to be able to hear any other nuanced perspective. And that's, that's what I often hear in my clients. And that's what was going on with me. When I was experiencing anxiety, when I would experience self-doubt, I just, I was so seduced by the voice of the inner judge, the inner critic that would should all over me <laughs> and, and tell me that I was doing something wrong 
And because the idea of doing something wrong was so terrifying to my inner good girl, I just believed, oh, this must be my intuition. For me at the time, like, this must be God telling me that I'm doing something wrong. But here's the thing, (laughs) y'all. If this voice, this message is rooted in shame and punishment and black or white thinking, if it doesn't take into account your humanity or the nuance or the complexities of humanity, if it makes you believe that your sense of worthiness is dependent on you following some sort of rule or should or doing the quote-unquote right thing, if it makes you feel like your sense of worthiness is at stake, that is your inner judge. And it's rooted in shame. It's rooted in pain. It's rooted in, in trauma. It's rooted in past programming. So I just want you to really take a second with that, marinate on that, reflect on that, and start to become curious. If you feel like you are always fighting with yourself, at war with yourself, hating yourself, criticizing yourself, judging yourself, and you have come to come to the interpretation that that's your intuition... Where did we learn that our our intuition, or I like to say inner wisdom, because I think the word intuition has just gotten so skewed from social media. Where did you come to believe that inner wisdom sounds like shame and blame and punishment? Where did you learn that? Where did you learn that positive, that uh, that self-talk The way you talk to yourself should sound dehumanizing and life or death and don't fuck this up. Like that's heavy. Like that's really heavy. And I really want you to see that. I want you to see that distortion because that's exactly what it is. It's fear disguising itself as intuition because if you are someone who values listening to your intuition or higher self or God, if you are someone who values that, your inner judge knows that. (laughs) Your inner judge knows you so well, knows your history, knows what you've been taught, and will use that against you to keep you in shame, to keep you squirming, to keep you feeling rigid and small, And to keep you believing that you are one tiny step away from being completely unworthy, unlovable, and unsafe. And once I recognize that for myself, once I recognize the voice of the inner judge and how it made me feel about myself and my life decisions... Once I recognize that, it's like I couldn't unsee it. I couldn't unsee it. And then it allowed me 
to open up to what else is here besides this loud, judgy, critical voice. What else is here? What what other presence is here? <laughs> what is beyond and behind and beneath the the good girl and the inner judge? Like because for so long, like that was the only thing going on in my head. It was just like this constant back and forth between the good girl wanting to be good and doing everything right and like feeling like so anxious about messing up. This constant back and forth between her and my inner judge who was always telling me what I should do, what I was doing wrong, how I was going to be a complete failure, how I was going to be a disappointment to God, how I was not living up to my potential, how I was settling, how I like, oh my God, I, I can laugh at it now, but at the time it just felt like just torment, like in my own body mind. So once I really recognized that and, and felt what that felt like, the shame, the anxiety, the panic, the fear, the urgency, even though my present situations did not call for that, <laughs> my present circumstances did not call for urgency and to make a life or death decision. That's what it felt like in my body, the, the voice of the inner judge. And because like my anxiety brought up a lot of sensations in my gut and the internet told me that my gut was always right, I just believe like that this, it just further solidified the belief that my inner judge was my intuition or Holy Spirit. It just further solidified that narrative, which made it even stickier. But now that I see that, now that I have viscerally felt into the difference of like the inner judge and the good girl and me, presence, compassion, unconditional, radical self-love and positive self-regard, safety. Like once I learned like what safety really felt like in my body then I didn't even really need to ask myself that question anymore. I didn't need to be asking myself, oh my God, is this, is this intuition or is this fear? Like that question itself began to fade away because of my discernment, my ability to discern increased as I began to feel in my body, in my nervous system, what is safety? What does love feel like? What does compassion feel like? What does like honoring my humanity feel like? And the more familiar I became with these states in my body, safety, compassion, curiosity, love, just honoring my humanity, the more familiar I became with that, the easier it was for me to begin to discern when the good girl, anxiety, inner judge, past programming, fear it became easier and easier for me to begin to viscerally discern because before I would get so caught up in what my mind was saying, that mental interpretation of the sensations, before I would get so caught up in like the content of my thoughts, but now it, there's a visceral discernment. Like, 
what do, what does this feel like when I'm when I'm having these thoughts? What is the feeling state that I'm in? Is it in shame and in powerlessness and in anxiety and panic and urgency? <laughs> do I feel numb and disconnected and unworthy? Hmm, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder what this is. So now there's so much more clarity and discernment to the point where it's like I don't even need to ask that question. Like I honestly I'm I'm trying to think like I don't remember the last time where I felt confused and truly distraught about like oh my gosh is this my intuition or is this anxiety like I don't it's been a long time since I've had to ask myself that question because it's just so clear to me it's so deeply integrated and embodied like the voice of the good girl the inner judge what, what the fear, what the past programming feels like and the types of things that it says and the way that it makes me feel about myself and my own humanity. I've gotten just so clear on that. So, so clear on that. And I've really unlearned this good girl role that, that only believes she's worthy if she gets it right so now I'm even like open to just exploring, you know, like when it comes to a decision, it's not like, oh, I got to make sure I make the right one because if I don't make the right decision, then it's like, I'm going to like ruin my life and I'm going to disappoint people. I'm going to disappoint God. And ah, like now it's like, I am worthy. I am lovable. I am human no matter what. So it's, I don't need to put all this life or death weight onto my decisions anymore. <laughs> so there's even really no need for me to ask because oftentimes even this this good girl and this black and white thinking believes like if I if I can figure out what's my intuition then then I'll do that thing and then I won't mess up because I'm following my intuition and my intuition is like always like right and will always lead me to the path with just like no pain and no challenges like <laughs> So even just like your beliefs about what intuition is, is something to start to become curious about. So that's just not even a thing for me anymore to be like, oh my God, like I have to make sure I know that this is my intuition because if I don't know it's my intuition, then maybe I'm, I'm doing something wrong or maybe I'm, ah, <laughs> like, all this like emotional charge around this stuff. Like it just, it's just not even a thing anymore because I've unlearned this good girl role, I've recognized very clearly the voice of the inner judge. I've cultivated safety and empowerment and connection in my body and in my nervous system. And guess what happens when you do that? You just get to freaking live your life. <laughs> like you just get to be a human existing, going through life, like just open to life, open to experiences instead of like categorizing everything as good or bad, right or wrong, should and shouldn't. Like I just get to like explore, you know, I get to be like a soul who came here to be a human and to experience what it's like being a human and just like explore and play in what it means to be a human and like, whoa, cool. Like what, what do I get to create? What do I get to choose? Like, look at all these options. <laughs> None of them are right or wrong. And they will all teach me something about myself, about my humanity. They will all teach me something. 
And, you know, what if, what if, oh my gosh, what if there was no such thing as a wrong, wrong choice? Huh? Novel. A novel concept, I know. So I hope <laughs> this episode gave you some stuff to marinate on, some stuff to ponder, to chew on, to sit with, to become curious about. And if you want to go deeper into this, the good girl programming and the inner judge that I was talking about, I'm actually running a three-hour live workshop with Lindsay Lockett. Um, she's also a former good girl, a former um, fundamentalist Christian like I was. We're running this workshop together because we just, we see this good girl pro programming everywhere, showing up in so many different ways. It's just so pervasive. Oh my goodness. The good girl programming is just freaking everywhere. So we can't unsee it. We can't shut up about it. Like we have so much to say. So we're running this workshop on what month is this? September 21st, 2022. It's a three-hour workshop held via Zoom. There will be a replay available. Um, yeah, I'm just so excited. And if this is something that you want to unlearn too and reclaim power and, and trust in yourself and to de-shame yourself, we're not only going to be having a teaching portion about the good girl, we're also going to be doing an experiential embodiment portion of this workshop, giving you nervous system and embodiment practice that practices that you can use and integrate to unlearn this rigid, shame-based, fear-based programming that is, it's so cellular, it's so visceral. So I'm just so freaking excited about this workshop um yeah so i'm gonna put the link to sign up in the show notes that's the thing you say right okay <laughs> i'm gonna put the link in the show notes check it out um and i really really hope to see you there so thank you so much for being here i hope this was a new perspective to sit with and I just can't wait to chat with you more next time.